0: the uh, never-ending issue of trying to do this over the internet
1: <laughs> I'm sure
0: yeah but Mike we're here to talk about the Final Fantasy 7 remake
1: yes we are a game this, I'm still amazed
0: actually exists I know it's crazy we we actually played it we actually sunk like 40 hours of our life into this thing that yeah yeah is very much not complete but uh <laughs> I want to get I, what, what I was thinking we would do for this is um, maybe, like, general impressions mm-hmm. first, and then I'll, like, clearly indicate in the description spoilers, because I think we should just cover everything. Sure, sure. Um, in terms of thoughts. But, uh, but yeah, starting generally, I, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I I definitely liked it. Um,
0: <laughs> There's hesitation in both of our voices. Yeah,
1: well, I guess I guess the big one is the combat that uh, we yeah. both just felt wasn't quite there. Yeah, 100%. maybe maybe
0: before we shit on the combat, <laughs> let's let's talk about positives. Positives uh, first, that's fair. Yeah, because I know I know it's gonna get dark. Uh, I I mean right away visually just absolutely stunning yes Um,
1: uh well actually um i know you said you didn't have any of these issues but uh like the character models all look great all that was fine but i had a ton of like texture popping in and like some background textures were just flat and never really popped in and were just always not great i
0: think i think they definitely made some sacrifices yeah, to make sure to make sure certain things looked good. Like, yeah, you you could. I, I didn't have issues with the texture popping until like later into the game, but like there were certainly points where you could look in the distance and it's like this is just a straight up flat image that is very low resolution. Yeah, like all the kind
1: of garbage <laughs> in the background of the slums yeah. is all very basic. Yeah, and like normally texture pops don't bother me, but I mean this one you would, especially if you were sprinting. Through the slums doing side missions or whatever if you could talk yeah. to someone and like their shirt would be a low res texture and that would yeah. pop in as you were talking to them i i didn't have that at all which is Ugh.
0: which is really interesting like yeah like i have you have the original ps4 right and and you never put it on an ssd right uh
1: no it okay. was on an external 4 terabyte, but normal hard drive, and yeah. I thought at first that was an issue, so I moved it to the internal hard drive, but I didn't really notice the difference.
0: Yeah, I I have the Slim, so not the Pro, but not the OG mm-hmm. PS4, and I had it installed to an SSD, and I, again, didn't really
1: have any of these problems. Well, the SSD so... should help with the texture popping, because that's just the thing yeah. loading, and that's what the SSD is good for, so yeah. it's not too surprising.
0: Yeah, so like there were there there is some incongruities I guess in the visuals. Like the the character, the main character models specifically, all look incredible. Yes, and and then like certain certain things look really nice, but then in the background it's just like oh they barely. Put any effort into this. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the backgrounds were off, but the characters were all beautiful. Yeah. And the one thing, I mean, obviously it looks better than the original, but the one thing that really makes a difference compared to the original is just being able to look up and Dude, see totally. the bottom of the plate. And, yeah. you know, later when some things happen, being able to see just the effects of everything. Cause a lot of that's lost in the original. You don't really get the feel that you're underneath something
0: as yeah. much. Yeah. So, this is funny, and this is going to sound like, did I even play the original game? <laughs> did you? Yes, <laughs> to completion. I don't remember. I don't remember this aspect
1: of Midgar at all. Really? The fact, no. like, the slums being underneath the main city? Yeah, like that. Come, I mean, did, did I know. you play the original? Are you yes, kidding me? I, I understand.
0: I know. It's it's crazy. But, I, I mean, it was like eight years ago at this point. So, sure. And this was in. College and I was drinking heavily while playing <laughs> this game. I, I can specifically tell you what I was drinking. I was drinking sherry.
1: Oh, beautiful! <laughs> yeah,
0: because <laughs> it was very cheap and it was very alcoholic. <laughs> um, so I played a lot of that game inebriated. So, sure. and and again, like you can't look up and you can't look around. They're all like static images. So like the the effect of that, if you're not totally paying attention, to get, like to give myself a little bit of credit i think sure. like i don't think it's too hard to believe but
1: yeah a lot of the verticality is kind of absent in the original because like yeah. you just go to a train station and then that train is up at the main plate where you get off and go uh yeah home, like i take like when they showed stuff
0: yeah when they showed the train like actually working its way down i was like oh holy yeah. shit and then like when you first go into the first uh area of the slums i'm like uh, and you look up and it's like wow this is crazy like it makes way more of an impact and, yeah, and think, just makes it more of like a cool place like an interesting place. Yeah,
1: I think the original like the biggest tell is um near there when you are climbing up the wall to get to the top plate, but other than that I don't remember too well and I guess the uh the one support tower shows the verticality, but that's really right.
0: It. And I and I kind of forgot that that stuff happened, I guess. Sure. Because like, because like in the original game, midgar is so short, yeah, it's and what like
1: five hours, yeah it's it,
0: it's super short, so like yeah. it doesn't leave as much as of an impression no that that's it probably why I don't remember hardly any of it because most of my time in the original seven was chocobo breeding and grind <laughs> and grinding AP, <laughs> sure, sure not not midgar, so um. But yeah, I mean it's it's cool. Like it's cool to see Midgar now fully realized for the most part, and and feeling more like a a real city. Yeah, it definitely with,
1: it feels more like a real place. The slums feel more slummy. The, yeah, totally. The whole dichotomy of the upper city and the lower city really yeah. has more impact. So I think and all you of actually that was expanded upon nicely.
0: Yeah, and you actually get to spend a little bit of time like on top of the plates where right. You don't really do that in the original, do you?
1: Other than the reactors, no. Like, all the yeah, stuff right. with uh,
0: Jesse and her house,
1: that's all completely new. Yeah,
0: I thought that was new. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I guess that leads into, like, another thing that was cool. Like, f- fleshing out the the minor characters of a- Avalanche a little bit more was right. was neat, actually. I I didn't think I'd like it that much. I thought that would feel like fluff, but I think that mm-hmm. was one of the... Yeah, no. I think that I think, was one of the new things that I appreciated a lot.
1: Yeah, I think expanding on all of them um, was good. It made uh, some stuff a little more impactful because yeah. I'm sure those people, especially if you only played it, played the original once back when it came out, you might not even remember those three. Like, yeah, they're yeah. so minor in the original.
0: Like I, I remembered. Biggs and Wedge, but I didn't remember Jesse really. Ugh. Like, like once I once I saw like what she looked like, I was like, oh yeah, there was a, a girl in the group. I just yeah, you got to you know, unstick I her didn't... foot
1: in the one reactor, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, see, I don't remember that. Like, when did you last play Seven?
1: I last played Seven. Guess it would have been like two thousand eight. So okay. 12 yeah years so it was even longer
0: point? ago than me what's my memory i thought i had a pretty good memory i guess i mean but- that was
1: <laughs> the i don't know third fourth time i had played it okay so.
0: yeah i essentially only played it once i played it way back in the day on ps1 mm-hmm. and couldn't get very far i think i got to like cosmo canyon and right and gave up
1: yeah my first um, time was actually the uh pc version because we didn't have a playstation one and my sister got it on the playstation and we played it on that uh but then there was some issue with the pc version that like someplace way later than the remake goes into like it just crashes and it was early days in pc so there weren't um easy fixes or anything so yeah you couldn't just search
0: reddit for the answer (laughs) but yeah exactly so um so like other stuff that they added, uh, because you spend so much more time in Midgar, they added a bunch of side quests.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, side quests of varying good uh, value, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it. It is like kind of. I I almost wonder if it was a joke to make one of the first side quests go kill rats. Like I, it, it, it seems it seems so tone deaf in modern <laughs> like role playing games that it like had to be like tongue-in-cheek kind of
1: yeah it had to be intentional because like go kill rats is a classic uh low-level rpg starting quest
0: yeah yeah go kill rats
1: and then go herd cats find cats
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. i okay so i do i do have a problem and not not like super critical yet but like the side quest stuff i thought was uh it it was bland but like Mm -hmm. there were plenty of times where you had no idea what to do like um, it, it would give you like a really general description and, and I had one where it was like talk to this person to find out what you're supposed to do and I kept talking to them and they kept telling me nothing. And I was like, What uh, the I, hell I think am I, know I which supposed one you're to talking do? about? Yeah. It um, happened it happened twice.
1: Oh uh, well I was specifically thinking of um the one with the doctor getting the medicine. Yep. Yeah, like, that's that doesn't a perfect really example. tell you where to go and you're supposed yep. to talk to him, but he's he's not direct. Um yeah. so you kind of have to figure it out. Which yeah. I completely missed. Uh, one of the characters in that section, and like I just hadn't talked to to pick up the last side quest, mm. and those two kind of go together because it's go fight the big thing down in the basement of the place. Um, right. Yeah. So like I didn't have that yet, so I wasn't heading down there. I hadn't talked to the other guy because he's in that same map that I just hadn't been back to or whatever. So, yeah, there
0: was there was like just really unclear goals for yeah. some of them, and and I guess. I'm tuned to role playing games just saying go here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is where you need to go to do this thing and like that's a problem I guess, but also whenever whenever they're running around in that game is kind of like I whatever. mean it's night it's nice that it's a little bit more expanded, but it's also really whatever. So like you kind of just waste time running around. Right. I, I got I got a little irritated with some of that stuff. It's like, okay, I've ran through here how many times? What am I missing? And then I look it up, and it's like you needed to go to this really specific right alleyway or something.
1: Like I think to figure it out, games need to find a good balance of that. Um, and actually, yeah. uh, I think Assassin's Creed actually found a pretty good way of doing it, where they're like, go north of this place to find your target or something. You know, it gives yeah. you a general location, but. Um, Depending on what option you have it set to, doesn't necessarily pinpoint the exact spot. Yeah, and I thought that was a good balance. So that's
0: it. So it's funny. Once we get to the combat, I've I've been replaying Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fifteen. Fifteen does that with the side quests. Really? It's like it's like go to this general location, and it's a pretty small area every sure. time. So like, it's not exactly where you need to go, but it's like small enough that you run around a little bit and figure it out. And it's it again there are some things that the most recent Final Fantasy did that
1: they didn't apply to this game that
0: is really weird. It's just yeah. super weird.
1: I don't know if they were trying to stick to just the original combat and trying to start there and make it feel more modern rather than going with a more modern combat and trying to make it feel more like the classic. I'm yeah. kind of interested, you know, because I don't think they quite met, met... Maybe they did meet too much in the middle and they should have gone a little more modern than towards the middle i don't know i'll have to play at least a few minutes of 15 again and see how i feel about the difference of the combat
0: yeah i mean okay so we're on it uh we gave a little bit of praise so far uh (laughs) the the combat in seven just me and you have complained to each other the whole time we played it essentially yes and and we seem to be a little bit in the minority here
1: yeah um i sent you that one article but basically everything i've read is really high praise but i'm i'm still curious to see if a lot of that's like honeymoon phase and if we're going to get more critical reception as time goes on but
0: yeah i mean maybe if i like i mean you were hyped for this but like i came in pretty i came in pretty like you know half glass half full like i never expect like I never expect are. things. Yeah, I never expect things to blow me away. So like I was just going in like I like 7, let's see what the hell this weird thing is. And I didn't have any expectations of the combat because previously on 2v1 I was very critical of 15's 15. combat mm-hmm. and and I didn't even finish the game because I didn't like it that much. I didn't think it was bad and I didn't complain about it to the gr- degree that 7 made me complain. Yeah. Where like Man, it just feels so messy. It just feels so messy and like something is just not clicking yeah, the entire it feels time. Like
1: all of the elements are only 80, 85% tuned and like it's Yeah, it's like there
0: was no balancing done or yeah. anything. Like like they kind of just got it in a working place and then they were like, "All right, we got to get everything else done and get this thing out the right. door.
1: Let's just focus on making Cloud as pretty as possible." Yes. Yes. So, which uh, which I appreciate. Yeah. I mean, the models do look uh, breathtaking. So yeah, at least paid off there. But but like um,
0: the the ATB system, mm-hmm. I, w- w- honestly, the best way to play the old turn based Final Fantasies. I think like one. I think when that got introduced, that was amazing, and it was rewarding, and it was fun to like balance that while it was turn-based but like in real time it just does not feel good
1: it especially doesn't feel good because um well i guess to give a little more uh if you haven't played it yet so there's the three generally three characters sometimes two you're controlling one and as you do basic attacks you're building up your gauge but the uh other characters are controlled by the ai but they just don't do enough so they are not building up their gauge while you're controlling the one so if the gauge was more consistent across them it would be great to play as one, do an action, switch over to the other one, do an action but instead you have to switch over do some basic attacks which do basically nothing um, and then build up and do an action and I guess that's okay, but that just didn't click with me. Like I didn't enjoy switching to another character and them not being ready to do anything.
0: Yeah, it just it was just always really frustrating. It's like like you could just sit there and watch them. Like I I would be excited when I oh, you're doing a basic attack. You're actually doing something. (laughs) But that was like that was like really rare. Right. And and so like it the game forces you to personally manage literally everything, where in the turn based version, they're bar is just filling passively right like they're obviously not attacking because it's not their turn but the bar is still filling so like you're still you're still bouncing between characters and picking what to do and still controlling all of that but in the real-time version you're kind of just choosing who to play for a little bit so you can make them do a thing that you might need them to do meanwhile everybody else is just you know, picking their nose in the right, corner, which, like it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah,
1: because it it robs a lot of the kind of synergy and like teamwork. Of yeah, because it, it's just like, okay, I'm attacking now. Oh, I need to go to this person because they have the magic that applies to this enemy. All right, now yeah. I need to switch to this person to heal, and it would just. Feel more fluid, I guess, if instead of having to switch to focus on this person for a minute to then have them do something, if you could just hop from person to person and do whatever you wanted to do when they were ready. But yeah. it just doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. And, and like you could get into positions where, um, I, we, we both played on normal. Yes. And, um, I bumped it down to e- easy to finish the game and I'll talk about that at the end. But like we both played on normal and uh there you would get into these positions sometimes at least i did where fighting a boss specifically it was never random encounter like regular mm-hmm. encounters regular enemies were like nothing in this yeah. game um during boss fights if you like get if everybody's health gets down too far and then yes, nobody's building exactly ATB, yeah nobody's building ATB. so then you're kind of just running around hoping you don't die and then nothing is happening, so it's just a whole lot of nothing happening because you're not attacking because you're about to die, so you're trying to dodge and just run around. Running builds a little bit of ATV. Right. <laughs> if yeah, you're it, standing still, it doesn't really build. Yeah. So, if everyone
1: gets down into the red. That was very. It gets often so a rough. Yeah, it, it, it just gets like, so rough. Switch to your healer, heal one person, but then your healer dies. So then it's just, yeah, uh, yeah, it didn't feel good. Um but I did for like two or three fights, I switched it to classic mode, which bumps the difficulty down to easy, but then also applies the AI to the controller you care uh, your to the character to you're your- actively controlling. Yeah. Um, so that you can kind of ignore the basic attacks and just issue commands. So the one time I did this, I did it with one of the um, arena fights, and it was just Cloud. So he just stood there blocking with one of the creatures that uh, can jump onto you and like bind you so you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. stand there blocking, get bound, get released, stand there blocking, get bound, get released. So if I didn't uh, intervene, he would have literally just kept doing that until he died <laughs> without ever charging his bar. <laughs> It's amazing, so, yeah,
0: and and like we're like the only ones in, in personal friends. Like I, I know Alex from Two V One is actually hating the game, um, really, yeah, which I was really surprised by. But but Josh is loving it, and like I know another friend had no issue with it, and it's just like, what did we do? We have like too high of expectations or something, like because i feel like in final fantasy games the best part about them is absolutely maximizing damage at all times yes. maximizing everything at all times and you can't do that in this game because yeah. when as soon as you switch off of somebody there's no maximizing happening there's nothing happening actually so like i that maybe that's why it was frustrating where like other people just don't they just don't care like that they're not doing anything I guess like, that could that's make been, sense. That's sort um, of been what I've heard too on other sure. like shows and stuff where like they're kind of like not even paying attention to their other party members. They just switch to them when they want to play them or need them and they think that's
1: fine. Yeah, that just doesn't it seem doesn't fun. It doesn't seem fine. And it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. Um and we've mentioned this a few times. Uh but the one thing that I think would help is having some sort of control over the AI like yeah, it's just totally. so defensive right now if in the menus you could say all right you be aggressive you be defensive you be supportive like, yeah you know that what that would go so far
0: they already had like it doesn't need to go any further than that right like it right. just needs to say attack prioritize attack prioritize defense and that's it right and they kind of already had an automated system in there for upgrading your weapons right like they have that i just I don't thought know about why that. that
1: doesn't apply to the ai i almost yeah, wonder like- if in the background like if you set an auto upgrade to the weapon if that bleeds over to the character ai but i had it state that once yeah i had had it balanced most of the time and they still i had it on attack i always want attack
0: everybody was on attack i didn't even consider that being a possibility it was just more um don't spend time in battles because the longer you spend in battles the less things are happening Mm, so i was like maximizing attack all the time just to do the most damage as much as much as possible and um yeah, I didn't notice any difference. Yeah, I didn't really by notice doing that. Any. So, I I don't know, the combat just feels it, it's frustrating because like I kept really trying to engage with it like the whole time. I was like I was resisting putting it on easy because I really just wanted to see the game. I wanted to see what they did with the story and mm-hmm. just experience it. And I was I really gave it my all in terms of enjoying the combat. I tried so hard. I tried to engage with it as much as possible. And that was frustrating because i can see where it could be good yeah like like that's it, that's it really could be fixed
1: with like 85 percent tuned like it's close i could see this feeling better i yeah. could see this feeling more fun but it just it wasn't that fun like it wasn't awful but it's just not enjoyable yeah and and
0: there were only certain times where i was like actively pissed yeah for for most of the time it was like oh i'm just gonna blow through these enemies and it's fine and i can mostly do that with one character i don't need to worry about it but like some of the bosses and some of the bosses were really cool like they tried different things with some of the bosses which i appreciated it wasn't like repetitive but like some of them would just be like a nightmare for me for whatever reason it would just be like horrible
1: if you didn't have the right materia which is what gives you magic in this game um, yeah we should talk about that too yeah um if you didn't have the right materia like there's just almost nothing you could do against some of these bosses and that's just
0: yeah ugh, we and we talked awful. about like we talked about how like it feels like there's like band-aids put on yes. put on some of the systems where the materia like materia still works essentially the same way as the original mm-hmm. game and um you know it's fun you get a ton of it like yeah. a crazy amount of it like more than i even remember getting in seven this fast like well, i feel like you get a you absurd get amount
1: way more in this than you yeah. do in seven because in seven you might have like the basic elements i think an all and oh yeah like not you didn't much
0: else you didn't have all the blue chaining material, and I actually I thought chaining worked differently in the in the so original one. But in the
1: original, there was a uh, blue material called All, which just hit yeah. everyone, which is essentially mm. what Magnify does in this one. Um, yeah, but I think that was kind of it. There were some other weird ones later, but at least this early, I don't think there was anything else. Yeah, too significant.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so like, you're you're you have all this material at your disposal with all these different abilities, like pretty early in the game and then yeah. you just get more and more and the one that's the most critical is assess yes so you can know what the enemy is weak to or does or whatever which some is kind of strategy
1: complete like it's so you cannot, essential yeah.
0: yeah you cannot unequip it or you're going to have a really bad time so like one of your materia slots which you don't have a ton of them until right. way later in remake is just always taken up right like always and Having the ability like Libra in original Final Fantasy games, mm-hmm. having that ability was always like uh, nice. great, but it wasn't required. Right.
1: It's how can I do more damage against this enemy, not yeah. how can I do anything against this enemy. Make it, make this make it enemy. through this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so it was like weird. So it's absolutely required, right? And then if you go into a battle with the materia all wrong, you can just press start and restart the battle.
1: Right, which and is that a is hard super weird band
0: aid. Yeah, that is super weird because, like, the, the there's like no consequences to anything. Right. It's like, okay, I'm going to go and assess real quick. Oh, my materia is messed up. I'll just restart from right here. And
1: another band aid with that is during cutscenes leading up to bosses, you can yeah. hold square. So, as soon as it gets out of the cutscene, you go into the menu so you can swap around your materia before you go into the fight, which is yeah. clearly just another band aid. Cause it's yeah like, oh, you're gonna have to change things I guess we'll shuffle this in here
0: and and so like again back to 15 I, I revisited 15 specifically f- for this episode and because I've wanted to play the game again in a while for a while anyway but like the combat in 15 i I didn't like I thought it was like sloppy and weird and and kind of kind of just whatever it it, it I didn't hate it I didn't love it right um now replaying it uh, it does. It, it it had already solved these problems. <laughs> like uh, you, you, said can, you
1: can go into the menus and like change things at any time. You right? can change
0: whatever the fuck you want I, at any time in the middle of a battle. I don't like you can you can equip you can you can, you can change weapons that are equipped. You can craft spells, equip the spells. You can you can uh, change the abilities that people have a- equipped. You can change literally everything to make that fight better. Right then and there, right in any fight, it's it like even even bosses like it. They don't they they like made it so nice to just deal with things, right? And assess and Libra in that game totally happens on, happens no, automatically. Automatic. It just mm. automatically happens, and and like there are two different ways to play it where like there's wait mode where um whenever you stop moving the game stops and you can like figure out what's going on which in Remake uh, happens when you go into the Ability menu, which is great. Right. Like, bo- both of those are great. Um, but in Wait Mode in 15, whenever you specifically are doing that mode, you can just target an enemy, highlight them for a little bit, and it tells you everything you need to know. It's not, it doesn't cost an action point. It doesn't, doesn't cost mana. It doesn't, it doesn't waste any time other than kind of just sitting there and letting a bar fill up. Right. So, like, that stuff was already solved, there was no reason to not apply that to Remake. Like, the way that Remake works doesn't benefit at all without without that stuff, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that had to be a decision that they didn't want to, A, just feel like 15, or B, not feel like 7. So, again, they tried yeah. to go middle of the road and just... Which it already doesn't feel sacrifices? like. Yeah,
0: yeah, like it doesn't already feel like seven because it's active. It's real time. Right. Right. Like so, it's it's immediately different. You, yeah. you know, like it's immediately different. Yeah. And like if if the bar was there to satisfy fans and be like, oh, we're doing the active time battle thing, like that's weird. that's weird. I I don't know. I I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like again, fifteen had a bar. It's your mana bar. And it regenerates constantly without right. you doing anything, and then you can do other things to make it go faster. Right. So like and it and it and it, it feels more balanced because it's just happening and I never am wanting for mana, where in remake you're wanting for mana and ATB because you have to spend ATB to refresh your mana. And right. it's like it's like this vicious cycle of like nothing happening. And <laughs> you remake. need
1: and you need a lot more mana in this it's than crazy. Final Fantasy I remember. It is so crazy. I've again, never used so many ethers. Yeah. Because, like, again, you have to uh, use Assess, figure out the weakness, and like 90% of the time, the weakness is an element. So you yeah, then have to always, attack yeah. with uh, the correct spell and then do whatever else you're going to attack with. So you're constantly using your magic, which I guess is nice. Because you don't have to. You're not just constantly doing physical attacks. You have to use yeah. your magic and yeah. use that. Yeah, nothing.
0: Stuff. Nothing was weak to weapons. Actually, now that I think about there it,
1: there were like one or two very specific enemies that, like, huh. their uh, at least the way to pressure them wasn't elemental based. Like the uh, really? the, hel- the helicopter guys. Um, you oh, them. them. <laughs> you pressured them by dodging their attack, and then they went pressured, and then okay. you could attack them. But they weren't necessarily weak to any elements. Let's talk about the dodge. Sure. So, the dodge sucks. Oh, yeah, it's bad. You don't go it, far enough. You, you, and, like, you, you never dodge anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you, you literally never dodge anything. Like, projectile <laughs> it,
1: attacks, you still just always get hit.
0: Yeah. I, I I You could sometimes dodge them if you timed it right, but, like, physical attacks, you never moved far enough, so you're mm-hmm. going to get hit by them. Um, and you if, can't just mash dodge and, like, dodge multiple times in a row. Like, you right. can't chain dodges together, so so like even if you were far enough away and knew something was coming it's still gonna hit you which is insane that's so insane
1: and like if uh someone was like doing sustained fire like maybe you'd miss the first two hits but you're just gonna get hit by the rest because yeah again your dodge isn't far enough and it's too slow and you can't mash it fast enough so yeah yeah the dodge was very frustrating to use because i never felt like i was successfully dodging something
0: yeah, it's like, okay, I'm going to wait. Okay, maybe I'm just missing the timing. Right, Just get blasted by the thing. Like, and you might as
1: well just stand there and block. And that was the other thing, is a lot of the enemy attacks were very fast. So even if, yep. like, you saw it coming, you if unless you were not doing anything and already just blocking, you couldn't dodge out of the way. Like, yeah. you know, we all love Dark Souls. Um, but that game usually you have enough time or you learn the enemy and you can dodge out of the way and see the attack coming and you know hopefully not be in the middle of a big combo and be able to get out of the way but this i never felt like there was enough time to properly dodge
0: no and and there's no iframes apparently right um or if there are there's very little and like yeah that's unrealistic but it is a video game and right. like relying on those iframes is like really critical in dark souls mm-hmm. and so like yeah it's just like why even have the dodge in remake it's just so weird yeah never felt good um in 15 you can just hold a button and automatically dodge everything (laughs) and it uses your mana so it's like it's like one of the things like trade off thing yeah that makes yeah it's a it's a a trade-off thing and and it's smart and it makes i mean it makes more sense in the uh in the universe of 15 because you can like do weird ghost ability stuff but like i don't know just and, and then in remake with cloud you can do the counter-attack if you're in the one right. stance so that's great and that like maybe you should do that more you still take damage when you counter-attack right.
1: and <laughs> so. so he's, he's so <laughs> slow in that stance and yeah and he's so slow that you automatically come out of it when you dodge roll so yep. it's like you dodge to try and get closer to an enemy and then have to specifically like wait a second transfer into the other stance and then continue attacking yeah
0: mm. yeah it's it's all messy yeah um the thing i do appreciate about the combat though and like one of the things that you know it's like oh it could have been it could have been good Mm -hmm. um all the different characters feel totally different yes which is which is really cool like tifa's
1: awesome yeah um i still kind of defaulted to cloud a little too much but me too i mean you're still forced to play everyone and yeah they all felt very different uh Aerith was super powerful on anything yeah. weak to magic. Um, and even just her basic
0: attack, you know, yeah. like was really useful because it's ranged. Right.
1: Which yeah. I thought she, like in the original, her basic attack is nothing because she's supposed she to be She runs up and whacks him. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, th- I felt like Barrett was the weakest. And I don't know if that's just because, you know, he hits a lot, but they're all small numbers. So you just see small numbers on screen.
0: Um, I don't know. I relied on Barrett like a lot for certain things. Well, he and... was my
1: healer, so I usually switched to him because he was ranged. He was a little safer to build up his uh yeah. gauge. So I'd switch to I, him and heal. I had him heal a back. lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely liked Barrett just because like whenever something was really punishing people too hard, like Cloud specifically, you could just switch to Barrett and be like, okay. I'm going to really target this specific spot for a while with Barrett, which is just sustained damage for, like, so long. And, and it felt like I was doing something with him. Sure. Um, whereas Cloud, I'm maybe just dodging and getting hit and not counterattacking at the right time and whatever, just wasting time. Sure. <laughs> um, and same with Aerith. I, w- I would switch to her, too, thinking, like, okay, I can at least just stand back and just do constant damage, like just constant damage, and I'm not going to have to worry about too much. Um, the... The other thing is, whenever you are the active character, you are always getting attacked. Yes, you are always the target of the attack. Always, yes. like it never it never goes after anybody else. And so, like that again makes building the bar harder because,
1: especially <laughs> for the range characters, because you yeah. switch to the range character and then suddenly and then on everything top closes in on you. Yeah, I mean. it's yeah,
0: it's just it's just rough. It's A really rough.
1: questionable decisions.
0: Yeah, so I I don't think we need to like. Go, you know, belay this or sure. not belay, but whatever. So, uh, one beat thing, it to death.
1: One thing I was thinking about, because um, in fifteen you're four people all the time, right? I yeah. was surprised that in this they never put all four people together when yeah. they had some opportunities at the end. I guess that was just another thing where they wanted to stick with a three person party to be like the original.
0: But it, it, so, like. Is there never a point in the first parts of Midgar
1: where you have four people? Um, Or do you never have four people in the original? There is never four people in your party. There is only ever a three-person party. Oh, wow.
0: I thought it did do four because most Final Fantasies do four. So, like, I didn't remember Uh, that.
1: Ten is three. Seven is three. Uh, Twelve is... You know what? I might I be totally wrong is, there. I, mean, the original, I think eight, like, I think 8 is 3 also. 1 is 4. And I know some of the a lot of the early ones are 4, but I think when they went to 3D, they went to 3, three to save 3 guns, etc.
0: 349 9 is 4. Um mm. I believe at least I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure, sure 12 is only four.
1: 3. Yeah,
0: uh, so maybe it is. Maybe it is now just the majority of them being 3. That's interesting. I never y- realized that. Yeah. So I mean, fifteen's fifteen's way different in terms of having other characters, right? Because like, it's only ever those four, right? And and how they're how they work, um, you can eventually get the ability to switch to them and actively play them. But for a majority of the game, you're just Noctis, mm-hmm. and uh, they are building a bar, like right. they they have like an active time battle bar, but it's shared between all three of the other guys. Mm. So you're only playing as Noctis for most of the time, sure. But that bar is constantly building. They are constantly doing basic attacks. That game has all this whole other thing where um, you have the opportunity to create like team attacks. That uh, if you if you blindside an enemy, they'll they'll rush in and help you do more damage, hmm. or you can do like group attacks that have random chances to proc. So like they're doing things. Like the AI is doing things and helping. They're they're healing you. They're sure. using items. They're 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 uh, if somebody goes down, they're healing. They're picking them back up. And then you are also building that bar to do team abilities right? Right. Or, or individual abilities. So, like, again, this was kind of solved. Right. You know, and it's just like, what I don't know.
1: And that would have been it's, a fun thing they could have added to Remake is, like, if two people had a limit break, you could do, like, a group limit uh, ch- break type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would have been cool. Maybe put a little uh, chrono trigger in there where, like, every combo Yeah, is like unique. combining things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah that that, that could have been cool. <laughs> That's like a really underutilized thing from Square. Square. Yeah,
1: I don't know why every game (laughs) doesn't have something like that.
0: Because the The Golden Sun games had that. Yeah, it it was it was awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. Remakes combat has a lot to be desired. desired. Yeah. Um. In in probably ten years when we get part two, maybe it'll be fixed. So
1: I'm not gonna take that bait. Um. But my advice: (laughs) just play it on easy don't yeah it's not worth engaging in i mean i really
0: i really don't think it's worth playing on normal and like that is i tried yeah and i gave it its due and i would not ever recommend anybody play it on normal and i don't think i don't think it's even like a a pride thing like if you think that's gonna hurt your pride that's not the high that's not the highlight of the game
1: even though there's so much combat hurt your pride Get through it on easy and then play through it again on hard if you really want yeah. to, because you only yeah, hard, hard. hard after you finish it. Hard sounds ridiculous.
0: I mean, easy is really easy. It like is. it's like laughably easy. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, like
1: don't even pay attention.
0: You start every battle with full ATV, you take like no damage at all, you and do every insane damage. You do insane damage. You so like you basically not quickly yeah, actually playing on easy you're like hardly even engaging with like people's abilities because you don't have to. Right. <laughs> so, it's it is a there there again not a great balance like it, there wasn't enough balancing done between the difficulties there, I don't think. Agreed. Um but uh any any other general thoughts? I can't really think.
1: Um, um. <laughs> If we haven't covered
0: anything that isn't spoilery.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to uh see if there's anything. Well, I guess we could I mean Everyone knows that this one ends after Midgar, so we could talk about what we think, I mean, general thoughts about future games. Like, I'm kind of curious how they're going to do the level you're at. Like, are you going to start with the same level, same equipment, or is it going to be a brand new game and you start fresh again? Yeah,
0: I found that part. Really frustrating because it's like, do you worry about really upgrading things and like and like trying to learn everybody's abilities for their weapons and um and like grinding is any extra material in the future? Yeah, is is any of that gonna matter? Like is it gonna have a a save transfer system? Because you know, I don't I haven't played a ton of Japanese RPGs, but um I can't think of a single one that's ever done that. And um and even in Western I wonder how RPGs, the the like, games did it because
1: like I was a just wondering part series right.
0: I was just that that's one of the examples I was thinking. I, I like did those games do that and did like Xenosaga do that yeah, stuff I have no idea. and like it because because only a few Western developers do that. It's right. like still really uncommon in general in video games and so like. Is Square gonna
1: figure that out? Because well, I, mean, I have even, no faith in that. I mean, even in like Mass Effect, like which I it's assume really is one, minor. Yeah, it's all like story stuff. That's none of the it's, level stuff. It's Witcher story decisions. Is all story Witcher's decisions, story no stuff. level stuff. So yep, I I guess I would assume it's just gonna reset all of your uh, level which is progress. which is
0: which is gonna feel bad. I agree. like that. That's gonna feel bad, and it's like gonna it's make one me thing not wanna a
1: sequel it's something else for like the next chapter of a game.
0: Yeah. Okay, so another general thought. So like before we got to play this, reviewers were out there saying like, yeah, this is a com- it feels like a complete game. No, it fucking doesn't. I don't I don't think it does at all. And and that's only because I played the original to completion. Right maybe for new people that never played it it might feel like a, like a tied up kind of thing
1: but yeah it it's hard to gauge just because we know what's coming so like trying to look at it in isolation does it feel like a full game i mean it's 40 hours which yeah so but eh.
0: but it's like padded kind of nothing and, well, and you can clearly I also sur- wonder
1: if it would feel as padded if we hadn't played the original like the the worst offenders in my opinion are um anyone familiar with the original approaching the second reactor you hop off the train and then go through some little like back areas and then you're at the reactor and that's like six screens 10 minutes maybe but Mm -hmm. now that whole section's like two full chapters where there's just a bunch of enemies going through a bunch of stuff so some of that some of that padding
0: i appreciate i think um like making you run through that second one made it feel more um not realistic, I don't know what word I'm looking like more grand, like more of an operation that you had to accomplish. Not
1: just doing what you just did again, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it it made it feel more grounded and like more fleshed out and whatever, and I appreciated that stuff. Like that padding, I think, was good. The stuff that was bad was the side quests. Sure. Uh, The the insane number of slow uh, sections where it's loading yes where it's masking loading yes like it was do so we need do we need that yeah like do we did we need all of that stuff like maybe just do a loading screen like i mean i i don't know i'm like still t- like torn on that one sure. because like it takes you out of the game sure. and maybe keeping you in the game is good but like it definitely added to the time of the game yeah there and, is. and and like p- and throwing around the oh it's like 40 hours so it's a complete game like how much of that 40 hours is substantial and valuable maybe 50 percent of it yeah i mean and then you even take
1: out the side stuff and again those slow walk through this hallway while the rest of the world loads after the hallway i mean yeah i, I don't know if that's half well with the side quests, maybe i mean it
0: really adds up yeah. it totally adds up and like the side again the side quest because you could if, if you're not using a guide which i just gave in and used a guide because i didn't want to waste time right um if you're just running around aimlessly for a lot of those side quests, like you're just straight up wasting more time and like adding to that clock and adding to that, that conversation of, Oh, it's a full game because it's this X hours. And Mm -hmm. it's like, even if it was a 20 hour game, that's a $60 video game. That's a pretty good amount of time. But within the context of what this is and how many more potential releases there are, I I completely reject the notion of it feeling like a complete game.
1: <laughs> it feels like a complete first chapter. <laughs> like It feels like a complete episode. <laughs> yeah, like, I think uh, they wrapped up this portion of the story well enough. Like, I don't think it's too, you know, sure. painful or jarring of an ending. Um, yeah. But I do agree that uh, it's a little... <sighs> it's not quite enough to be a full game. I do agree with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I'd, I'd like to hear more like I know Josh never played 7 so I'll be talking to him uh, about yeah, it that's but like Yeah, like I'm I'm curious what he'll think at the end and and if it feels satisfying or whatever. Sure. Um, maybe spoilery stuff now cuz we're deeper into this than I expected. Yeah. Um Yeah, so spoiler warning if you haven't played remake and i guess haven't played the original 7
1: also. Yeah, uh, i guess definitely from now on for both individually.
0: Yeah, from now on we're going to just freely talk about everything. So yeah. you've been warned. Yeah. I uh i don't really have a ton of like i don't want to jump immediately to the end, sure. i guess, of remake, but um i i didn't i didn't think any of the story decisions were uh much of a problem. I think the only thing I have a problem with is the Whisper stuff.
1: Yeah, I have. I don't know if I've told you this theory yet, but um, so later in the game, the Whispers are revealed to be the arbiters of fate or the will of the planet, or as yeah. I've been thinking about it, uh, the meta way for the developers to explain I, why this story is following the original so hard. I so hope that is the thing. That would be amazing. I mean, it's gotta be, because... Um, so one of the, I mean, minor changes at the end instead of just coming across uh, President Shinra's dead body, Sethroth is actually there, and he, you actually see him kill President Shinra, and then he kills Barrett. Uh, yeah. And then you do a boss fight, and then the whispers just bring Barrett right back, which is yeah. clearly just like, oh, Barrett can't die here. He didn't die in the original, so we got to keep him alive. But then at the very end, you go fight them you go fight fate um (laughs) which i personally took that as the developers being like okay here you've defeated fate now you don't necessarily know what's coming you've defeated the thing that was keeping this story as close to the original as possible it could diverge from here who knows
0: and i and i think that would be really interesting like um part of me as a I I am a fan of 7, I just am not the person that is like, it's the best one. But as a fan, I do want to see the original game just really pretty. Like, I want to see all the same story beats. I want to see they can flesh them out as much as they want, like they did with this one. But I do ultimately want to see basically all the same stuff. Like, I don't really want changes. And then, the complete opposite, changes would be really interesting Yeah. as as like... like a as like an experiment in doing something like this and like twisting people's expectations right. and stuff.
1: I, I can really, be really cool. see it going either way. And just the way it ended with defeating fate, I really think they're going to be shaking up what comes forward. I think that's part of the reason they want to do it episodic like this. You know, that also keep intro, the Midgar, the same, show you that, hey, the future is not going to be the same. Get ready yeah. for that. And then, boom, here's everything else.
0: It's also kind of a uh, get-out-of-jail-free card for them. Right. Like, we don't need to make this part of the game because we don't think it's valuable development time or part of our thing. So we're just not going to do that because we changed the rules. Yeah. And that's the cynical take on that, I think. Yeah, that's Uh,
1: that's definitely a thing they could be doing because, I mean, who knows? I mean, with it being open like that, if they are going that route and my take is correct, they could do anything
0: yeah they literally could do anything and it, and I one of the big changes I guess between the original and, and now is like they, they show you Sephiroth so fast yeah like the, the, there's the whole thing with Cloud and Sephiroth like literally within what an hour of the game yep. uh, it happens so quick Um, maybe like two hours or whatever but I think it's but like they,
1: chapter two on your way back from the first reactor
0: yeah because he has like a vision of Sephiroth like yeah. hang, like whatever yeah um, which, so, like, that's a change, and, and and if you didn't play the original, I don't know what Sephiroth means to new players, so it's, like, kind of a weird, like, I, I guess it just creates a new mystery for people, like, who is this guy, and, like, yeah. what is happening, and... Um, yeah, I
1: mean, having knowledge of the original, I didn't necessarily think about it in that context when he shows up, so, like, yeah. I, I'm curious to see what, you know, Josh would think, be like, okay, who the hell is this guy, why do I care, or is it actually a kind of ominous threat? That builds yeah, because the thing,
0: like, uh, I I have a weird complaint with Sephiroth. I think he is kind of. I I always thought of Sephiroth as being really cool and mm-hmm. really menacing and like an, 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 an a cool enemy and antagonist and like I actually kind of didn't like him in this, um like like and and you're not supposed to like him. Right. I mean uh like I don't like his voice actor. I think his model is actually like they didn't really try to make him modernized at all like he kind of just looks like the same sure. what i imagined from 10 years ago sure i, I was kind of just disappointed with him like in general over overall
1: over the whole thing yeah actually he, he didn't seem more uh i guess wordy like to me he always Talks felt a like lot. yeah a kind of very just kind of silent ominous uh, yeah, enemy. like just some threat. Like, I mean, he talks in the original fine. Uh he's not completely silent, but like he just seemed quieter whereas in this one he seemed I don't know. I th- I feel like they put more uh exhibition on him or uh yeah. Whatever the word is. Uh Yeah. Yeah, it just I don't know. It didn't come across to me as ominous as I thought, but in the original you also spend hours until you see him for the first time.
0: Yeah, and it's like and it's scary. So um so another spoiler thing that I like was like really revealing to me. Um so like at the end when you're in Shinra Tower, which mm-hmm. I loved Shinra Ugh. Tower. I thought I thought that the embellishment on that was awesome. I thought that was all really cool. I liked uh,
1: I like the embellishment of Shinra Tower, but gameplay wise I hated Shinra Tower. Yeah you
0: you had a real problem with that specifically <sighs> yeah, because of the concept <laughs>
1: they switch your party constantly and as per our earlier discussion you need the assess you need the specific element materia and yeah. i kind of because you can also switch material with anyone at any time regardless of whether they're in your party or not so i would which just, is nice it's it, nice that they let, you do, nice that they at let least. you do that but i had so i would just swap material around so i had like one good lightning materia and not Seven good lightning materia, so I didn't. Yeah. I constantly had to switch my materia around to be viable, and it was such a pain for me.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't worry about that at all. Um, and and I had no problem getting through that section yeah. where you're running through stuff. But like, but that that part was around uh, Genova.
1: Yeah, and so like, yeah, the story in, element of all that, I really, I did like the embellishment of all that. All the story stuff yeah. was cool.
0: In the original game. I honestly did not understand Genova, like like if you asked me bef- before remake mm-hmm. what what the what her or its uh, position was in the game, I could not have explained it to you because I was always confused in the original one. Like what is what is the tie to Sephiroth? What exactly happened? Space Mom, and, right? So I didn't understand that, and they explained that again, and, mm-hmm. and now I get it. And the other thing, and this is really minor, but like when Sephiroth. Um in the original game, it's a really bad cutscene where Sephiroth takes off her like the, yeah. her like whatever it is. I thought he killed her. Right. <laughs> I thought like for forever, forever I understood that as him like killing that version of her or right. something. And so what he's actually doing is taking her body out of Shinra Tower. Yeah. And uh so like do you remember in the original seven when like after that cutscene? There's then just blood everywhere yeah. as you're running through. I always thought that was um, Sephiroth had murdered everybody, not carrying Genova's body around.
1: I think it's a little bit of both because I think he Is it? also murdered everyone.
0: Yeah, I was I was expecting like just corpses everywhere right. in this one, honestly, which there wasn't. Right. But but then they clearly show him carrying Genova around and like leaving a trail of her weird space bloods. Yes, and, and then so then you follow that, and I was like oh that's what was actually like being shown i think in the original sure and like that was like really i don't know why that like very specific thing was like really eye-opening to me but like it, now i understand how jenova shows up later in the game and in right. the, the whole thing and like it makes more sense and i don't know it was just like a nice uh a, a nice like Audition. reminder of uh, it was a nice addition and a nice reminder sure. of what actually happened at that scene. Because again, super confused when I first played the game. Yeah,
1: it's definitely not elaborated on a lot in the original. And um, you know, Fifteen gets a lot of flack for oh, you need to watch this side anime for any of it to make sense. But I kind of feel oh, yeah. like for Seven Remake, having watched Advent Children helps like a lot of things kind of fall into place a little.
0: I don't remember hardly anything from Advent Children. Really? Yeah, I I watched it once. Um, I remember liking it just because it was like really flashy and looked good. Sure. Uh, But as far as like story stuff, couldn't tell you
1: anything. I I think Advent Children helps elaborate upon the connection of Sethroth and um, the guys in the black cloaks, which are seen in remake but not really brothers. Yeah. Oh. Oh, like the the robed people. Yeah. They're they're an Advent Children, sort of. Um, okay, because it's been a while since I watched Advent Children, but because they are like the failed experiments of trying to expose people to Genova to make another Sephiroth or something, oh. and so Cloud and the um the other the like main guys he fights in Advent Children are all like. Semi failed but semi successful attempts at clones because they were exposed to Mako and Genova is my understanding of it. I've always been slightly confused by Seven, so I might be slightly off, but yeah, basically you have yeah, I mean Sephiroth, Cloud, and the other guys from Advent Children, and then if they fail completely, you get the guys in the black robes. Okay, which is hmm. why it's shown at the end when sephiroth is jumping off with jenova's body it's actually just a guy in a black robe it's because i'm assuming sephiroth can control them it's what i it's was sort of controlled sort of like a hive mind and my read yeah. is that like when they are near jenova and like get some of her whatever near juice. them or with them yeah <laughs> they kind I'm of face juice upgrade to sephiroth Because that's what happens at the end of Advent Children is the one guy's falling with Jenova's head and like absorbs Jenova's head and then the big climactic fight with Sephiroth and then he reverts back at the end. Yeah, I
0: totally, totally don't remember how Sephiroth came into play in Advent. I remember the fight, but I was like, how does he come back?
1: Yeah, it's it's one of the cronies mixed with Jenova, which is essentially what happens here. But that's not really elaborated on at all.
0: No, it isn't. It's actually like even more confusing. Which, you know, as an episodic thing, it you know leaves more mystery sure. to like figure out and whatever. Um, which is fine. Sure. Uh, yeah, I uh, I I, I really liked that that stuff with Shinra Tower. I really liked seeing all the stuff at the um. Okay, remind me again mm-hmm. in seven. Do you remember when? you go i feel like it's in the open world where you go to this one area and you look into those tubes where they're like making soldiers is that yeah that's it, that's um, not in
1: shinra tower right that's either when you go back to nibelheim or during the nibelheim flashback uh you okay. go to the reactor there and yeah you look into the tube because that's where jenova so, is originally so it actually yeah. makes sense because they move Genova to shinra tower so they and they put those show all those in yeah shinra tower. Okay
0: okay because they show all those pods and i was like oh this is sweet like i remember i remember seeing these i just don't remember like what they are and like so now like putting it in this one place and it's like looks really cool and stuff like that was i appreciated that i thought that was sweet
1: yeah that's one thing in general i think they did well is they kept just a lot of the notes of the original and like tweaked them and made them in the remake like uh random house enemy you fight it's just <laughs> that's a so random battle in seven is now a big boss and they did that with a few bosses like the uh what was the snake thing called in shinra tower the flying one the like snakeapede or swordapede or something oh
0: see i don't yeah swordapede yeah yeah because that's that was a regular enemy yep that's right. a regular, i mean yeah. shimmer
1: tower so they did that a lot of times which was nice and a lot of those kind of small nods were like oh this is clearly a nod to the original and yeah a good reusing of it
0: yeah like a ton of those that that's a good example of like where despite issues with combat the the boss variety was crazy like yeah. there was so many different types of fights and like types of enemies and and I really appreciated that because like in in classic RPGs you kind of like you get tired of fighting the same thing mm-hmm. over and over just because they need to put some sort of resistance in front of you and, and I'm already like I'm experiencing that in 15 right. already like 15 is like a major offender of that um, so like even just in this one remake or this one part of the remake like it's kind of crazy how much variety there is in terms of combat like enemies and and their weaknesses so and, and all
1: of that stuff. Is it fair for us to like the enemy variety and the different ways you have to deal with them while also complaining that a system is so required and necessary?
0: I think so. I can appreciate like the des- the design. I I can appreciate that aspect of it. As in practice, it was frustrating. <laughs> sure. I guess it but is
1: always executing it in practice can make or break a system. So.
0: Yeah, like like in um in 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 the Shinra Tower part, like where you're running through, you have to like uh, what's his name? Uh, Hojo. W- to- yeah, I, I couldn't remember his name. And again, super cool, like really cool to see him mm-hmm. and like more sinister and mm-hmm. like a crazy scientist. Like that was really cool. Uh, but like how he's making you do tests with stuff, right? Uh, that could have easily just been hey, refight these enemies that you've already seen. <laughs> Because they're originating from here, sure. like that—that that could have easily been like a a quick sure. shortcut in terms of making that area, and it totally wasn't. Like it was all new things for the it, most part. Instead, and you that had was to play
1: Whack a Mole with some robots. Yeah, you did have to play. <sighs> that things, was a, Those were awesome. I didn't.
0: I didn't have a problem with that. I I expected them to be really annoying, and I like destroyed them.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were not a problem for the most part, except I'd keep trying to select one to do an ability, and it would disappear, or I'd select Ooh. it for an ability, and then it would disappear.
0: The best the best part Ugh. about real-time combat is whenever you try to target something and it moves. Oh yeah. That is amazing. That is the best. And you have no way to anticipate what they're doing mm-hmm. or how to or how to deal with that. Meanwhile, Excellent. the
1: enemies can track you perfectly as you're yes, moving. Yes, they can
0: track you perfectly. Yep. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. Uh so Red 13. Uh, um, I love Red 13. He was always one of my favorites from the original. Any and he's super cool in this one. Yeah, like the he voice actor is actor's awesome. He looks amazing. Yeah. It uh, does. he gets like more more
1: time in the spotlight like really fast than I remember. Well, again, I mean the original you have so much more time with him, but here you get him in the last couple hours so they don't want to just yeah. be like oh, you got this thing and now the game's over. So
0: Now they don't let you use him, yeah. which I thought was weird. It's annoying. That was very weird. I get
1: from a developmental aspect. They don't want to create an entire new character with its own abilities and all that stuff just for the last and few members.
0: So, and I think that maybe answers how they're going to handle doing the next pieces because if they don't let you play mm. as him now, are they going to ever let you play as him? Oh, or I is will he always riot going if you can't play as him
1: in the next is, one.
0: Is he always going to be just like this random thing that does his own thing, this random AI that actually attacks and does stuff because
1: he you're not controlling him? So my favorite dumb side effect of the fact that he was a guest party member is uh, like right after you leave Aerith's room and you have all five people there, there yeah. is a uh, a room you go in that is blocked by some debris. So the two people that have clearing debris are Red Thirteen and Barret, the animal and the guy with one hand and everyone else is fighting instead of having you know, like, the people who can move stuff move the stuff <laughs> I'm like ah uh, this is so dumb that's pretty good yeah that's, um i didn't even think about that but yeah no i love red 13 i think he's always been a great character he looks great he sounds great i if if they don't let you play as him actively in and that future would be ones, really yeah that would be a big bummer yeah i think i don't think they can get away with that but yeah um you know, At this point, in the original, you can swap party members whenever you want, yeah. so I'm interested to see how they're going to do that, whether they're going to keep it railroaded, where you can only ever be these three at this time, mm-hmm. or if they'll give you that freedom to switch, or what.
0: Yeah, it seems like every every scenario where they split the party, it was obviously... Very deliberate, like mm-hmm. who you're using and what fight, mm-hmm. and I also am a little concerned with that because they didn't really give you the freedom to experiment with who you're using right. together which, in what situation.
1: Which in the original, you don't have too much an opportunity to do that until out of Mikar, just- anyway.
0: You know, six hours into the game right. when you can actually, like, go into the open world. Right.
1: So, like, I'm okay with it in this first chapter just because you couldn't do it much in the uh, original. But going forward, if they don't give you that those options, yeah. that's going to be a weird change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, I'd, we'll see it's at some point. Yeah. Someday. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, now it'll be, like, I love, a year and a half
1: from now. Next one comes out. It'll be fine.
0: Yeah, a year and a half keep dreaming i uh at least I, I didn't mean to skip all the way to like shinra tower but um prior to that like the plate falling mm. wow was that awesome yeah um,
1: that that seemed way more impactful this time
0: yeah and like and the cutscene was amazing and like when again having view from the slums and like scale of everything and like oh this giant piece of the plate is now gone and right. you can look up and it's like and it's lit everything's lit up as opposed to being like gloomy and stuff right. and it looks like it looks so cool and then when you're climbing out of the slums to get to Shinra Tower and right. like looking out at the devastation like it, it was re- I thought that was really well done too yeah that, that whole um,
1: climb I mean that's another thing that they turn like four screens into a whole chapter <laughs> but that yeah, one it was a whole thing. definitely worthwhile because that section yeah, I, was
0: great to just see it it was insane yeah like like, it doesn't make sense for you to just scale Midgard within, like, ten minutes. Right. You know, like, it it would be a process. It would take time. And, like, that's that's kind of what I mean with the, the the second reactor. Like, it's like this thing. It's You're building up to this moment of, like, okay, we climbed out of this devastation into the upper area, and we're going to assault Shinra Tower. Like, it it gives more context to the things that you're doing, I think. Right. Um, that I yeah I appreciate those sure. embellishments. Sure. Like those those are fine and that's what I want out of out of this. Um I don't want to kill 3
1: rats sure. and collect cats. And I actually stuff. thought that series of side quests right after the plate fell was the yeah. best set not because they were just Definitely. slightly more interesting but also because you were talking with these people who just survived this, you know, yeah. apocalypse of a sex- sector. So.
0: Yeah, and like the stuff you were doing, like it, it you you revisited areas, it, it added an entire new area mm-hmm. like like you go back into a new area that um to fight the behemoth. I thought the behemoth fight was was actually really cool. It, it was one of the better ones I thought. It was um, a fight. Yeah. I mean, I I think you're even more critical of the combat than I, I am.
1: I just I I had frustrations with it, and at no point was I was like, "Oh yeah, this is cool." Like yeah. I had lows and not very many, if any, highs.
0: Yeah, I mean, the behemoth is a good example of. I walked in, I assessed it, immediately quit out, and was like, "Okay, now I'll try it." And then I failed it once, and um, you know, on my third attempt, it, it felt like something I was learning. Sure. Uh, like like I needed to learn and adapt to it, which, um. The, the my my third attempt was you know I destroyed it right. like it was like no problem and and that was that was rewarding like that was where like the combat seemed to have clicked
1: for a brief period <laughs> at of time like, the final boss before very the finale. end of, yeah. very <laughs> end of the game
0: but like those those side quests at the end were good because they added again like new enemies mm-hmm. and like challenging bot like boss in quote encounters random that, quick travel yeah suddenly you get quick travel at the very end it's like. Here you can get around as much as you want, but you cl- you can't clean up stuff you didn't do previously. It's it's yeah. It, that was weird. That was a weird thing to add at the end for yeah.
1: sure. I mean, they were at least clear every time. It's like, all right, this is going on to the next section. Are you done everything you want to do here? Yeah. So yeah. they're at least clear about yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I don't think anything. I guess. Um. Like personally um just like as a general thought not not a spoiler yet mm-hmm. we're still in the spoiler section but uh <laughs> like uh, th- i'm i'm definitely more attached to the characters in that game yes. than i thought i was yeah like um i definitely got emotional at a, at some things and like thinking like what's coming with aerith and stuff right. like they do a really they do a really good job of um making their relationship mm-hmm. feel more uh real so, i guess
1: i've been um watching uh, Tim Rogers Let's Mosey translation video between. Yeah. uh, So he's uh, playing the original in both Japanese and English and talking about the differences. Um, And from what I've seen so far, it sounds like in the original Japanese uh, Cloud and Aerith already have like a much better relationship building than the English translation um, shows like I always thought Aerith was kind of whatever. whatever. At least through Midgar, yep. but it sounds like in the original uh, Japanese, they already sound like a little more buddy buddy, a little more like flirty, like they are um huh, in this remake. So it sounds like this remake does a better job of taking the original intentions of the Japanese version and translating that better to English.
0: That's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Like uh like um so when I when I originally played Seven, I never got to the point of Aerith dying, mm-hmm. but I but I knew she died. Spoilers. Like that, That's been <laughs> that's been that. Well, surprise! Like Josh doesn't know that. Well, I mean, and there's like, people, who I don't, don't. know. How, like. I don't know how you get through. But but my point is like I don't know how you get through being aware of video games and not knowing that. Like that's been a thing that I've known when the game was like two years old. Yeah. You know, like I knew I knew that without
1: without even really the Internet. Yeah. (laughs) Like there there was barely Internet. I agree. I don't know how you get this far without knowing that. But some people have. And especially now that that may or may not happen in the remake. Oh, my
0: God. How crazy would that be?
1: Well, I mean, that's the biggest shock they can deliver is somehow. Yeah. Like you stop her from dying because fate has been defeated. Yeah
0: yeah so like that's what i was getting at so like i I knew she died and so i knew not to invest in her in the original seven so like when i when i played seven i never used her because it was like what's the point she dies i don't need her like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna level her up i'm not gonna do anything with her so um so like now that you're forced to use her and play with her and like get to know her and whatever so like it, it like made me think like oh my god this is gonna be horrible yeah it's going to it's going gonna 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 re- to wreck me. Yeah. <laughs> and and so like I think that's really cool and like another good thing of this is like um spending more time with a character and not having a choice in not spending time with her. It's like it's building the relationship better and 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 it's good. It's also I think that's sweet.
1: It's doing a lot more um, developing the relationship between the other characters, like not just with yeah. Cloud, like Tifa and Aerith, their relationships building up a lot. Um, yeah, Barrett and Aerith haven't really gotten to interact too much yet, but Barrett and Tifa is being developed upon, so they're really yeah. uh, upping the ante on those character interactions, not just for Cloud, which is very nice.
0: Yeah, and like that's kind of what I meant earlier, like like as a fan i just want to see all the same stuff happen because like now in modern games mm-hmm. like there's voice acting and like it looks amazing and there's more time to spend with them so like it would make all that even more impactful so like some of those things that you might not get to see could be really that could suck like if they don't if they don't do any of that That's because true. they decide because they decide to change things
1: i mean i would think they got to keep like the same major beats but just might free up and change some details and maybe do the same story beat, but just have it have a different outcome kind of thing. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Um, Uh, I guess, uh, at the very, very end when they introduce Zach in the, uh, kind of flashback scenario, um, which is, it just seems like it comes out of nowhere. Uh, it totally comes out of nowhere, like, okay. and it's also very confusing. Yeah, if you don't know what's going on, it's totally confusing. Um, but the way they did that, and I think I mentioned this already, really makes me think that the next game, uh, if not completely, will be a lot of a include a lot of prequel story with Zach and Cloud as like playable content rather than just yeah. random flashback cutscenes. Um, so I think. I don't think it's going to be the entirety of the next game because I think that would be insane. But I do think it'll be mixed in, and you'll play through Cloud and Zack, like going through basic training, all the stuff that happens to them, and play through to the point where we saw at the end of this one where Zack is dragging Cloud back to Midgar, and then that'll kind of be your anchor point back to the current timeline and kind of going from there.
0: Yeah, I think it would be cool because like I didn't play Crisis Core. I I haven't played any of the adjacent... Final I Fantasy played a VII little things. bit of Crisis Core, but
1: I did not play all the way through it.
0: So, like, it would be cool to incorporate that stuff yeah. now, like for people that didn't play them or couldn't play them or whatever. Like, I I think that would be neat. I just don't want it to be like, I don't know. It's like not as important to me, I guess. Yeah. Um. That that I don't want it to be a ton of time. Sure. Uh. As far as the next installment, because there's going to be how many installments? And sure. Nothing is ever going to end. We're never going to see the end of this.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's kind of good and bad. Like, you know, if we get a new installment every two or three years for the next twenty years, why not? Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! That is such an insane notion. That is probably accurate. Yeah. Like it is so. Ugh, it is so crazy.
1: Because I mean, there's so much left to do, and if they, yes, if they expand upon it as much as they did in this first section, like it's going to be like eight sections. It's going to be huge.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to be crazy. And like, I really want to see some of that end game stuff from the original game. I want to see the weapons. I want to see the crazy, huge Mm -hmm. weapons. I want to breed my golden Chocobo. Yeah, i I wanna I wanna watch a thirty minute cutscene of Knights of the Round killing everything, every every battle.
1: Imagine like with how they do summons now, which I guess we didn't actually talk about. But we didn't talk um, about yeah when you bring in a summon instead of them just doing one big attack they come in and fight with you and you can issue commands to them and then when their time runs out they do a big final attack so what if with knights of the round you summon them and you just have 13 knights fighting with you for like two minutes as you just obliterate everything
0: actually you know what would happen you would summon 13 knights and they would do nothing (laughs) they would stand there (laughs) they would just they would just stand around until you gave them an order because the summons also do, and that. you have to
1: <laughs> issue uh, commands to each one individually,
0: and 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 you have to spend your action bar yes. to do that with them because they don't
1: have their own action
0: bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? It's weird. The summon the summons also are half baked for sure. Yeah, because like,
1: they get two actions and then their final attack, and like sort of, uh, yeah, like
0: yeah, it, and and I like that they fight with you. I yeah, thought that was really I, cool. I that's, that's a, a great good way decision. To do it. Um, it's just, just felt weird and not utilized properly. And like, sometimes you can summon and sometimes you can't, and you have no
1: idea uh, when it's happening yeah, or why it's happening or, uh, or what it's still, a materia, but it doesn't go in one of your normal materia slots. It goes into a special materia slot and it's just yeah. some combats have a summon meter that builds up and then you can summon them when the game decides even, to let and you, e-
0: and even then it's not consistent on when you can summon them. Yes, yeah, so that was a it weird just, way of doing that. Yeah, like the battle might be almost over, and it's like, oh, your summoning bar is almost <laughs> done. Like it, you couldn't see it before, but now it's almost done, and it's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, that was a weird. That has to be like tied to I don't know damage you're doing, or that the enemy's doing to you, or something. I don't may, know. Maybe
0: I don't know. I had no could could not figure that out at all. Yeah, it's very uh, very weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I, let's talk about the end sure um so end is completely different
1: uh, than the original game w- right well the end is the same and then it adds more because you do the same general well, you idea do the with, same with Shinra Tower, yeah. you escape and then yeah. you know you do the bike scene where you escape you'd fight a boss and then boom you're out of midgar so between right. that final boss and being out of midgar you go into a fate portal and fight yeah. the god of fate and you fight a very
0: weird a, f- a very weird generic looking enemy that was very disappointing. And looks exactly uh,
1: like uh the first big uh heartless from Kingdom Hearts One. And just you see I didn't know that. Exactly I don't remember like that. that. It was Ugh. that entire end sequence felt very Kingdom Hearts. You can tell the King uh, the
0: Kingdom Hearts Yeah, you heart- can tell it's the same director. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I had a very frustrating experience with the end of mm-hmm. the remake. Um, so it, and it and it was really annoying because I didn't hate it. Like I remember I remember starting it and it's like oh everything's blown up everywhere and you're in some unknown dimension of between time and space and you're running through like segments of Midgar and you're jumping and it's really anime and crazy mm-hmm. and I was like oh I mean I, this is weird but I don't dislike yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's fine. And it's just weird. So so you're doing fights as you're running through that part and it the game considers all of that all of that a single combat all
1: of it like i know you uh had uh windows uh as soon as you as soon as you beat
0: as soon as you beat like um as soon as you beat the giant right thing which is very soon after fighting whisper bahamut right um then that is the end of that combat scenario.
1: Because like you do like three or four different individual little fights with the different whispers, and then Whisper Bahamut in the middle of of that. That's rough. Yep,
0: yep. And then you get to Whisper Bahamut, and he, like my first encounter with him, was completely relentless, and I could not do anything to him. I was either constantly dodging, taking a hit, and not building any Mm -hmm. ATB with anybody, so we were redlining within... A minute of that fight and I died and I had to go all the way to the fucking beginning and I was like fuck you I'm not doing this and I put it on easy and blew through it Mm -hmm. and didn't didn't have a problem with that at all because the the, it's not like the combat leading up to that was interesting or rewarding or cool like it was just stupid like generic weird things like oh that made me so mad I was I was furious like like, the whole, the whole game lets you just totally restart any battle right from that battle, basically. But because they scripted it as all one single encounter, right. it completely fucking punishes you yeah, that, if you make a mistake. That's and very like, dumb. What the hell? Like, I understand. Uh, the, the thing that I kept thinking was, like, okay, old Final Fantasy final boss sequences are like this. When you lose, you have to do the whole thing again okay, I had no problem with that when I was 13 and had a m- infinite time to play video games I have no patience for that yeah. now, well, if it's going to be an interesting fight and I want to do it again, cool if it's just throw away bullshit, <laughs> don't make me run through that again and waste my time Like, yeah, God. especially
1: because like you said Every other multi-part fight earlier, if you died, you could restart from that individual section or from that entire fight. And it's very clear, giving you the option for either. But this doesn't for some reason, and that yeah, just makes it's, no it's, sense.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I did not understand that. And I would have really liked to try giving Bahamut its due. Like, I would have really liked to do that fight like, on normal, like how, it's, how it was balanced in quotes right. but but
1: like instead I, th- I, think and- I told you this when you told me uh you had died once like I barely remember that fight like I went yeah. through it I had no problems with it killed him went on like I don't even remember a single attack he does he wasn't really all that interesting from my point of view so I, I, think I think he did. I think he did
0: mega flare to me, fucking twice. Oof. Like in in the, when I died the first time, like it did its ultimate attack right. to me like two times, and I was like, "I don't." Are you kidding if he me? Did that
1: at all for me, honestly?
0: Yeah. See, like, and so like the combat in general, like, um, has been. I've had completely different experiences than everybody I've talked to. Yeah, and that you know that happens with Dark Souls all the time, <laughs> but that's because honestly, Dark Souls is. A skill based thing. Like if you're better at this, you might not have an issue with this boss, mm-hmm. or it might have something that doesn't work with how you're playing, or your or your loadout, or something. Remake was completely fucking random. Yeah. When things would be hard, like the the boss that I hated the most, without a doubt, the train was yard. the one at the end of the train graveyard, elegor Right. Like I had so much fucking <laughs> trouble with that boss. Like I would get it all the way down to its third stage Mm -hmm. no issue none virtually no issue every time and then like four tries or so it would wreck me because it's running around and and you can't hit it because it's moving and you have two melee characters and whenever it stops you don't really have time to close distance to it because you still don't really move that fast Mm -hmm. and so it would do its big attack and always hit you and knock you further back. Even if you blocked it, it still knocked you back. And it was always hard to get to. And I just got lucky when I beat it because as soon as it hit that stage, summon, limit break, limit break, limit break. <laughs> like I just like blasted it with everything and saved it all up so it couldn't move. Right. And, and I just didn't have to deal with it. And it's like, and somehow that doesn't feel good. That
1: exact same boss for me. No issue, barely registered. Yeah, it, like I got to that yeah, third section, f- it ran around a few times, but like I didn't die once. Just took it out. <laughs> like it did, I'm not trying to say I'm better than Nick, which I am, but it's just it's, it's, it's weird hilarious that we had such completely different experiences.
0: Yeah, Josh didn't have a problem with it either.
1: Like is it, like my I issue was with that freaking house, which I think right. Was a I I
0: beat I beat it first try, yeah. and I didn't even have a cess. I just like <laughs> banged my head again. I banged my head against right. it and just like persevered basically yeah yeah
1: Ugh. well here's hoping that the uh next one uh they'll take our personal comments into yes, uh consideration, they will listen to this episode tweak it a little um like i said i think as time goes on and we get out of the honeymoon phase we'll start getting a little more critical reception from the internet as a whole rather than everyone loving it or hating it because yeah that's, like, what the internet does Oh. Yeah,
0: I really, I don't know. Like, I really, I don't need, I don't need to be validated. <laughs> it, it was nice. It was nice that there's, you know, the, it was um. Mar- Marty Silva, I think, on, on Escapist mm. was the one article that, that you shared yeah. and was, like, very critical of the combat and also said, like, I could see where this is good and, and it could be good, but it could be even better yeah. by doing, like, certain things. And, like, I don't need... Again, I don't need validation of that. I just really want refinement. Yeah, I mean, on the next part, I don't like I don't if, want, if they can. F- sorry, go ahead. It doesn't need to be totally. It doesn't need to be totally
1: changed. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't need like, to be totally changed. It just needs to be tweaked. And I don't want validation. I just want to have fun for the next billion hours yeah. of Final Fantasy VII remake.
0: Yeah, like I wanna, I wanna enjoy everything. Yes. I don't wanna. I don't wanna just tolerate the combat, which I mostly was tolerating. Very briefly, I would glimpse some brilliance in it, and then just hate it the next second. Right, and like I, I just don't want that. Yeah. Um. So like, I'm, I'm, I was already like low expectations for this first part. I have like
1: extremely low expectations for the next part. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know where my expectations fall because. I'm hoping they'll improve the combat, but I'm also now very curious what the second part's gonna be and how far it's gonna go and what they're gonna change yeah. and what kind of backstory stuff they're gonna expand upon. So,
0: I would really like uh, somebody from Square to uh, say what the plan is. I, they don't
1: even have to give a date. I, I'm sure. I would. I, I would like to know. I, I'm sure that's coming in the next month or two. I think they want the dust to settle on the remake and then. I be, don't know. Well, I bad. think there'll be some information on what's coming next after the dust settles. But like talking about, oh, the next one's going to feature backstory with Zack and Cloud could be spoilers of how this one ends. That kind of. Thing. I don't
0: necessarily need that. Yeah, I, I guess I want to know systems-wise, mm. like what to expect and like think about starting from and, level one again, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like are like is it a standalone piece? Like, are we transferring anything? at all like that that's the stuff i want to know sure. like that that like really generic like roadmap of how they're going to do the episodic stuff it doesn't have to say like what the content is at all i don't care mm-hmm. um that that's what i want to know you know what and i don't expect that mm. anytime soon that maybe actually. not yeah
1: i don't know um, I'm always more optimistic on those kind of timeline things than you are. But I, yeah. I was just thinking, cause I mean the rest of the game for the most part all takes uh, place on the big open overworld. So I right. wonder if they're going to break it up chapter wise with like, okay, next chapter, everything you have access to on foot following chapter, everything you have access to with the buggy next chapter, mm. everything you have access to with the, um, hovercraft, uh, yeah, and like kind of break it out that way, or if they're gonna just it not be an open world, or if they're gonna do something, I don't know.
0: I could I could see them
1: not doing an open world. I could see them not doing towards. an open world. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I think. Uh, I mean, they they can pull it off because like fifteen is a huge open world, right. and they throw you into it within the first ten minutes of that game. Yeah. So like they can do it, and and it and it could be cool but i think as far as how they're they're piecing it out mm-hmm. i i kind of don't expect like like this is an example of what i want to know like is there going to be an open world or will there not be an open world right. like tell us like let us know like set expectations right. right like um i kind of don't care if it is or it isn't like if they break it up smartly maybe give you a little bit of freedom to explore like a little bit of a bigger area instead of like linear paths mm-hmm. like they did in midgar that's fine. That's cool. Like you can do like smaller chunks, smaller maps that you work around and work through and stuff. That's fine. I don't care. Um, I don't really expect the the grand globe trotting. I mean, I adventure. I still
1: want to be a uh, giant upscaled figure running across a barren yes. map. Uh, I do too. I, I would
0: love. I would love to see a modern game do that. Like, nothing does Actually, that.
1: They might do that. I could see them doing that on, like, the, um, like, when you go to the map in the menu and just, like, show it that way as a callback to the original. Mm. Cause I think that could mm. be fun. Just show you as a giant figure on the map.
0: Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. I'd like that. And
1: they've been, like I said earlier, they've been good about kind of putting those little tweaks and things in there as callbacks. So that could be yeah something a little fun they could do. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see in uh, 2025. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I think five years is too soon. I don't, I think
0: five years is like one more part. Yes, yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Not nothing more. There, there. I don't expect two parts well, in five years. My
1: hope is, the next part will be out, and we'll be hearing about the following part by then. Mm. I know.
0: I think. I think we're gonna be retired. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll never retire. Yeah, we're gonna be now. thinking we thinking we can retire, and uh, we'll be um, maybe uh, where where we at? maybe at the gold saucer.
1: Oh god. <laughs> oh god.
0: Oh. Which, by the way, did you? They randomly showed Kate Sith. Yeah. Did you see? Well, well, that was really weird. Do
1: you recall who Kate Sith really is from the original? Is it,
0: it's uh, it's one of the Turks, yeah, right? it's Reeves. Yeah.
1: So, like, you know, he's the one who is sad, most sad, and wanted to start rebuilding and, like, didn't like the idea of dropping the plate. So that's why he controls right. Kate Sith to join you as a way to sort of fight back. So. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, I guess that makes more sense that they showed yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was
1: definitely weird and obviously if you don't know that, it makes no sense because it's a 3 second clip, but I mean that just had yeah. to be in there for uh people who played the original. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh
0: I don't think I have any other thoughts.
1: Um I mean other than I guess where realistically you think the next chapter might end? It's kind of the only... Well,
0: so I, I don't remember enough of... Yeah, that's true. I kind of don't remember enough of the beats. Sure. Because, um, like, where do you go? Do you go to Cosmo Canyon after Midgar? So,
1: Midgar, uh, to Calm, to the Chocobo Farm, to the Swamp uh, with the big snake that you have to cross, but, and then some caves. But you have to... Oh, yeah, I'm, right. I'm getting there. I, th- I think it will end at Cosmo Canyon because then like you go through some mountains and some canyons where you learn more about Barrett. which I guess maybe it could end there if they want to do a big uh, finale with Dane. Um, but then you go to Golden Saucer, then you leave Golden Saucer, have a optional interaction with Yuffie, and then go to Cosmo Canyon. Ah, um, uh, okay. So I'm thinking either dane golden saucer or cosmo canyon i could see them building up uh cosmo canyon or um golden saucer a lot and doing some sort of finale there
0: i think you could spend a lot of time there Yeah. yeah
1: but i i feel like cosmo canyon has a more grand finale kind of vibe to it and i don't think it feels like the start of the next chapter so yeah that's what i'm thinking oh uh One thing about the end that I've sort of seen online and wasn't entirely clear, um, talking about how they could be completely changing the future. Um, I've seen theories that like, we are literally on a alternate timeline now. Like you see glimpses of what could be the future when you see meteor coming down and everything. Um, But now we're on an alternate timeline, uh, and that's kind of backed up by the fact that, like, you see at the very end that Biggs is still alive. Uh, Wedge has an unknown kind of death. It's suggested he was maybe thrown out of Shinra Tower, but not shown, so who knows? And we were led to assume that Jessie's dead, but considering she was basically in the exact same state, in the exact same position as Biggs, she could also be alive. Um, Yeah. So I've seen theories online, it's like, yes, we're in an alternate timeline. Jesse never actually joined Avalanche. She's still performing in Golden Saucer because one of the cards you see in her house talks about Golden Saucer. Mm -hmm. So like, we'll see her there. She won't recognize Barrett and be like, oh man, we're in a completely different timeline or some BS like that. Huh. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the Meteor thing is the one I'd push back on because like, that has to happen.
1: I mean yes that is the whole crux of everything. Yeah,
0: like that that has to be the finale. Yeah, I mean so. that can
1: still be the finale just all the details getting there are different. But Yeah. I yeah. I guess only uh Namora knows and the director of the game and probably he doesn't fully know where everything's going no, at this point. I don't I bet I
0: bet they don't know what they're doing. Yeah.
1: That's the... <laughs> Yeah, at this point they're probably piecing it together as they go.
0: They're probably like, "Oh my god, we got one part out." Thank and god. they're just like, "Thank god." we never thought this would happen yeah literally um yeah i mean I, again I, I i don't think came off as negative as i expected i really did like i really liked it overall as an experience yeah it was
1: definitely like if you played the original and have any interest absolutely go play it just play it on easy and like if you never yeah. played the original uh well you just got most of it spoiled for you but uh go play it anyway uh but again just yeah play it on easy
0: Cause yeah, I mean they you can revisit the older Final Fantasies now with a lot of like quality of life stuff. Yeah, they're on like too. basically everything now,
1: right? PC, yeah. all the consoles. Is seven on yeah. is some of the re releases of the originals on Xbox? I know they're on PlayStation and a handful are on Switch. Uh
0: I don't know actually about Xbox. Yeah. Um I think like ten and stuff is on Xbox. Yeah, I, it might not be. No, I
1: think they released a like remaster of Ten and Ten Two on Xbox.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. That might be the one weird one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what this did was make me want to play all the Final Fantasies, and I'm like going so hard on Fifteen yeah. right now, like, and I'm liking it again. Like, it's not. I'm glad I'm playing it again because it has some cool things. Yeah, I
1: might turn on it's Fifteen
0: a, for a bit. Just. It's to, also a bad game (laughs) it's a it's like an objectively bad game but has some really cool things that make it worth playing
1: yeah i might uh, turn it on just for a few hours to see the differences you're talking about in combat but i am also really thinking about playing the original seven again just because i love
0: it i i just don't think i want to like go right back into that world and then have like Anticipation for the part that we have no idea uh, well, when it's maybe, coming and, and never finishing or any. Maybe of we'll that, just so. play
1: it on the same pace as the remake. Spend forty hours in Midgar and then stop. Just stand still. Just stand <laughs> well, still. Well, no, just find some place to grind and see how high a level I can get.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, God, that
1: sounds like a nightmare.
0: It sounds horrible. Yeah. Um.
1: Do you want to talk about XCOM a little bit? Do you have time? Um, we can. I honestly didn't get a chance to play it that much, just because I spent all yesterday playing Factorio, because that's what I felt like playing. Yeah. We can talk about Factorio. Yeah. I got hours and hours for that. No. Um, uh, I'm.
0: I. I. I just want to throw it in at the end because I don't know when our next episode will be, because AJ's schedule is crazy right now. Yeah. Um, but but a new XCOM came out, Chimera Chimera Squad. Squad, uh, which was a surprise release. Out of nowhere, it's like a smaller budget follow-up to XCOM Two. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I just said, I haven't played it too much, but it's been great so far. Um, it's it's definitely tighter and on a smaller scale, but uh, yeah, totally. They trade that off by instead of having kind of random people who are a specific class, but you know, all the classes are the same. Is every character is completely unique um, with unique mm-hmm. abilities. And uh, the big change is this is a few years after the end of two where the aliens are no longer mind controlled. So they are trying to merge the aliens and the humans into a cohesive civilization that society. Yeah. So your squad is made up of both humans and aliens, which is a really cool addition.
0: Yeah, it's super cool. Like it just follows up on like the, the decision the decision to set XCOM two as if the aliens won was amazing. Yes. That was so smart. And then uh now like you didn't just eradicate the alien presence, like they just are now free to do their own thing. Yeah. And they're obviously stuck on Earth, so they need to incorporate. And I think that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a really... And, like, it's a great premise. It's a great
1: idea. So, like, your squad is basically just trying to keep the peace in this city. Because, you know, obviously not everyone's happy with humans and aliens living together. But um right. just trying to make it work. Uh, the other big... Difference they change is instead of um, all of your guys getting to go in a turn and then all of the bad guys getting to go in a turn is they uh, have intermixed the turns Um, so it could be yeah there's just a straight up initiative order now so it's you bad guy you bad guy uh, which really changes how you play because you're not not always going to be taking the best shot you have because you might want to focus on the person going next because if you can kill them take them out of the timeline
0: yeah you can't really like you can't really prep everybody to do like extreme damage on something like right. like a sectopod. Right. Um so like you got you have to it's way more of a balance of like immediate threats and stuff, and um, there's no permadeath anymore. Right, uh, you can you can fail missions and have to redo them if like everybody does go down. Right, um, but you can also have everybody go down and the mission continues which has happened like it's it's like everybody was done and but like we managed to do the objective mm, sure. so it considered it considered it success. successful enough sure yeah so like so like it's it's definitely not as a punishing as as regular xcom is sure. um the breach mode though it, is a really cool addition yeah
1: it is really cool i wish they gave you a little more information up front Um, and like, I wish they gave you a little more information when you're in the middle of it, but basically how that works is you, uh, you clear a room and then you get ready to breach the next room, assign your troops to different openings. There's like two or three openings usually, whether doors or windows or whatever, and each are literally blowing open a wall. (laughs) Um, and each one has different like perks or negatives. Like maybe you have a better shot. Uh, better chance to hit, or the last guy through will do extra damage or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and then everyone has a breach action. So as soon as you kick in the door, you get to do something immediately, which can uh, change the tides of how the next battle go- goes, which is really cool. My only yeah. wish for it was I wish you had a more, you had a view into the room so like it was a little more, tactical positioning rather than just the buffs and negatives and signing mm. who gets that but i can so, understand why they did it this way
0: yeah i, I was gonna say actually like the problem in a in, in enemy unknown and and two is like whenever you're just you're just running blindly into the fog of war mm-hmm. so like this this you're running blindly into a building right. you know i mean i it's i i don't have a problem with that i guess yeah. um
1: yeah so far it's been fine um it was just different than what I was expecting when I first heard there was going to be a breach mode. So just kind yeah. of doing a personal adjustment.
0: Yeah. I like, I like that you're playing as basically a SWAT team, Yeah, which it like, it's, it's, it, it is, they, they took this grand scale of two where you're globe trotting any, in enemy unknown. And like now they just paired it down to a city and you're managing a city and only that city, and it's like it's. Like, I think they adapted that really well. Like you're still you're still doing the metagame mm-hmm. of like managing parts parts of the city and like unrest and all this stuff, um, because the whole premise of the game was that the the leader of the city was murdered, right? Essentially, um, so it's it's good. Like I I think I I don't have a problem with them making like unique characters. Like part of XCOM is building your own story for sure right. but um i think there's enough variation with the unique characters oh, because you don't like you only get to recruit one person sometimes every so often so like you're picking from a pool of people mm-hmm. that um you don't always get to get them as far as i understand at this right. point and i've so like playthroughs can be different um they like minor things change. like you can still sort of sort of like build your own narrative around each individual scenario. Right. just it's an it's a named character with a backstory. Right. That's the only. It's the only difference.
1: It definitely seems like it's a game meant to be played multiple times because it's a shorter campaign to the original XCOM. And I've heard that uh, some of the classes or characters you don't unlock until you beat it the first time. So that definitely sounds like, okay, you beat it. Here are these extra guys. Now go ahead and play it again and have this completely different squad, which um, you're also fighting against like three different organization, it appears. So, yeah,
0: which I, which I don't know how that works. Like, yeah. do you do one organization in a playthrough and then pick another one later? My or?
1: assumption is it's just the order you fight them. So, like, um, and each yeah, faction maybe. will have a different type of troop like maybe one has more robots or one has more psionics or something like that so you know if you yeah. pick this one to fight first they'll be weaker and then whatever one you pick last will be stronger and you'll have to deal with those mm. kind of strong troops and then if you play again and do that in a different order your end game could be completely different because your squad's completely yeah, different what you're fighting against that's, that's probably completely different so yeah it could i yeah, definitely think that, there's that a sense. decent amount of replayability in there but yeah, I've only done two missions, so what do I know yet?
0: <laughs> yeah, I sh- I streamed a bunch of it so far at Twitch TV slash Lost in a Contraption. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna stream more of that just because I don't know. I haven't I needed something to stream, and that seemed like a good game. So yeah, once I get over my um, uh,
1: current Factorio edition or addiction, I plan on playing that quite a lot. Will that ever end? No. Will that ever end? It, it only yeah, temporarily I, goes away and then comes back a year yeah. later. Yeah. So you get the craving. Oh, that's so good. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, XCOM is great. It's only on PC right now. Yeah. Uh but I'm I'm sure those will come to the pl- other platforms at some point like the other ones yeah. did. It was only $10
1: so. if you pre-ordered it, but I think it's back up to 20 now. Yeah,
0: which still it's 20. $20. Is, yeah. yeah. That's it's a it's a nice it's a nice price for what it is. It's more of like a visual novel style mm-hmm. which mm, some yeah. of the some of the artworks kind of Bad. Uh, I haven't uh, but, seen enough of the
1: artwork to have an opinion on it
0: yet. I think I think it just looks it it looks budget and rushed kind of uh, to me, and that's really critical. That's really critical, and like I, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> but it it just kind of it just kind of does look like that to me. Like I could see budget.
1: Um, I don't know if I'd agree with rushed. I mean, for me, for what I've seen so far, it just I, seems more like comic booky, and that's what they're going for. But again, I haven't. But seen but, I, much yet. but I
0: but like cherub the one guy i think looks legitimately bad like i think his character portrait looks
1: weird well i mean the um, the hybrids are supposed to look weird they're like a weird i guess mutated face of strangeness. Yeah,
0: maybe maybe that's it i don't know and it, that's like my one criticism which is like really minor right. <laughs> anyway so yeah um
1: yeah no i'm definitely excited to get into that and play more
0: yeah yeah but uh yeah, I think we're going to cool wrap it up here. Uh thanks for joining yeah, me. Yeah,
1: no problem. Thanks for having me. Glad to uh-huh. always glad to talk about Final Fantasy and XCOM yeah. and we'll, a little bit of Factorio.
0: We'll we'll get to do this in um 30 years for part 2.
1: <laughs> I think every uh, time you talk about the next part, it gets uh, exponentially further away.
0: Yep. Yep. Um but yeah, uh I don't know when the next episode will be as I said a- AJ's Work schedule is nuts right now. Um, we are in a lull of game releases now too, so that's why I'm kind of like revisiting older stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what is the next big thing coming out? Next thing on I my radar is like Cyberpunk in September.
0: Yeah, that's far away. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I'm I, I I'm not even planning for anything that I'm I'm because they delayed stuff. Uh, they delayed true. Last of Us yeah. and stuff. Eh, last of so. us. Eh. Yeah, but I'll play it at launch. <laughs> um but yeah, until uh, until next episode, probably a month from now. Um Yeah. Yeah, you can uh I, I was like I had a I blanked for a little bit. How do I end uh, this podcast? Fo- fo- follow me follow me on Twitch, twitch T V slash loss in contraption. Um, you know. Reach out to us on social media, and I forgot to remind people on the last episode. But we do have swag now. Mm, at a, yes. uh, at a, the link will be in the description at Redbubble. Um, the site's confusing. Uh, there are a lot more things available than it. The yeah. link shows you, and I cannot figure out a good way to display that stuff. And it's, I'm a little frustrated at how. Difficult it is. Yeah, it's like it's um, a
1: slideshow. So just make sure you hit that next arrow to kind of have the, the yeah. Bar there's scroll. It it is a little weird.
0: Yeah, it's it's strange, but there is more there than it appears. Um, so Should put socks but on there if you have yet? any. Yeah, nice. Uh, if if anybody has any questions or is is confused or anything, you can reach out to me. Um, I still check our feedback at two v one podcast email too. So um, which is hilarious, but uh. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that's gonna do it. Thanks again. Yeah, no
1: problem. It was a great time.
0: Until next time. Peace.